0: This conversation was recorded by Travis Huff, Benjamin Runnels, Nicole Vafa, Donalda Segrist, and Brendan Draper on June 24, 2016, about five months before the tragic ghost ship fire in Oakland. Brendan is safe, but sadly, Travis, Ben, and
1: Donalda were lost in the fire. We have lightly edited and mixed the audio how we believe Travis would have wanted you to hear it.
0: So, introvert. <laughs> hi. So, um, I've known you guys for a while. Probably, it's been I don't know, getting close to a year. I think something like that. Maybe and a little over. It's been, it's been over. It's year, been over
2: a yeah. year. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And did, so,
3: did you know Brendan before?
2: I met Travis at the Store Club show, which was in July. Mm, that's right. Yeah. Yep.
0: Met you. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I met you at. The Adeline House, mm-hmm. and that was kind of a weird coincidence because we have um, a friend in common who mm-hmm. mixed up both of our things at the time, mm-hmm. and that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then... Um,
3: you must have met me at the Stork Club, I too. met
0: you at the Stork Club. That was the very first show. That was a great show. A good- my yeah. how, my yeah. how you That's all how have grown so much. You're just such a, such a thing now. So what is, um, for people who would be listening who have not heard Intro Flirt, what is intro flirt? Tell it. What what is this? There's mm-hmm. three of us here. Well, four of us, but there's three of you. What What's is go- what is intro flirt? Is flirt? Like, is, what is do you flirt like that? Is the best question. What is intro, is what is re- intro flirt? I just your
3: microphone. It's okay. Uh, what is intro flirt? Is such a good question. It's a because I feel like a lot of times when you get interviewed, people ask what is the intro flirt sound but what is the sound the introflirt sound is only one aspect of introflirt.
0: Yeah. yeah I mean introflirt is a thing to me it's not just a sound yeah. I mean you can classify your sound and be like oh it's this and that's really easy to like nail down and that's kind of doesn't do it a service I think and that's one of the things that I appreciate about seeing you guys live and knowing all of you and kind of getting all the weird kind of backstory stuff and on social media and all the mixes and all of the uh, you know there's just really there's a lot going on and so it kind of feels like more of a thing than just a band and more of a sound it's like easy to chalk it up oh synth pop or you know even like you know you call yourself croon wave and that's like a really good way of putting like putting your music in a i mean you created your own genre which which is really great but what is the thing itself i think there's more to it than that and i like it it's not an easy question or a good question but
1: hey it's a great question and Thanks, it's moderately man. easy to slightly difficult yeah, answer. Yeah, I like that.
0: It's <laughs> kind of orange.
1: I've once said that Intra flirt is, is the, the, the cast and crew of characters that contribute to mm-hmm. that feeling mm-hmm. or the sound.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, whether someone's running lights for us or interviewing us on a podcast Hi. because they want to mm-hmm. or taking photos of us or styling us mm-hmm. or helping us load equipment or just supporting us, mm-hmm. teaching us about something. Uh, all those people are part of the interflirt yeah. uh, scene, if you will. Yeah, I don't really like the word scene because it sounds a little more exclusive than yeah. it really is. But I've always considered interflirt to be a, um, a realm or a dimension. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm a level of reality that is not immediately apparent, yeah. and the music is the soundtrack to this yeah. realm. Yeah. And in the realm, there are certain perspectives mm-hmm. of life, of emotion, of, of, of physicality even. Nice. So people that resonate with that sound and, and the soundtrack of that realm have something in common with that realm, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people that feel that and they help keep that door propped open yeah. to that realm. And it seems like with the
0: realm, like in going to your live shows, there's an energy that comes about. Like people come back, they keep coming to your shows. And there seems to be like a palpable energy that, you know, I'll I'll talk to people at you know, when we play together, people will come up and be like, that band is just, they've got, mm, they have this energy to it. And I see that. I think it's really infectious and I think it's a wonderful thing. But it creates an atmosphere. It creates a, mm. like a context uh, that you can, I don't know, It's it's
1: yeah, it's still forming, it feels like. It's
0: really... Yeah, those.
1: it is forming, and that's mm-hmm. part of the excitement is the process. Mm-hmm. Because mm. for me, IntraFlirt started as a process. I didn't really have an end goal or destination yeah. in mind. Yeah. And therefore, it may have been the most pure artistic expression I ever let myself experience. Mm. Because I wasn't trying to piece it together a puzzle that I had a picture of. Right. And I still don't have a picture of. I you just know. have a better picture of the puzzle as it's forming. Yeah. yeah. And so me that's what creation is about is about the process yeah because yeah. if everything was already created and accessible immediately what would be the point of doing anything
0: right right
1: so that process is where i learn about myself mm. with with that realm being my inspiration or direction
0: okay yeah it seems like um and and so i mean just to be clear like Introflirt flirt began with your first creative step forward i mean this was kind of something that you started as a would it be like a quote-unquote solo project or something of that nature is that
1: yeah i was in a band at the time working on some original music and yeah. i was getting a little frustrated with trying to communicate this vision i had to yeah. other people okay and everybody was very accommodating and trying to fulfill it but like couldn't hear what was in my head yeah and i was interested in electronic music mm-hmm. Uh, one particular night, I was very frustrated uh, socially, okay, and uh, sexually, mm-hmm. and creatively, mm-hmm. and realized that I had some tools at my disposal to make uh, electronic music, and I always wanted to try that. Why the heck haven't I done that yet? Yeah. So, it came out of that mm. <laughs> that that need to uh, fulfill something that I saw as disappointment in myself and express that. Wow yeah and that that
0: began was that the first record is that um where like what became i guess the first record is like the recording process that came up to that yeah
1: i i think that uh the first song broken picnic Mm -hmm. that was the first song that was ever made yeah was a result out of just fooling around with my sequencer yeah and just seeing what would happen this is the synth you've had since you were seven yeah six six or or five
0: whatever
1: (laughs) You were probably sequencing things back then, too, right? I was trying to. <laughs> I was trying to. I was taking piano lessons when I was, like, 12, and I was messing around. I wanted to make, like, concept albums and stuff. Wow. I was messing around with sounds, but I didn't really have the experience enough to yeah. make it something quality worth adding to.
0: Sure, sure.
1: But, but yeah, so that sound, that song started, mm-hmm. and I showed it to a few people, and they were all like, wow, dude, that's... You're really onto something. You should pursue that. Yeah. And yeah. the first album came out of that process and just seeing a consistency between the songs mm-hmm. yet a uniqueness yeah and yeah. further realizing how my process as a person and where i wanted to go personally could yeah. be aided and cataloged by mm-hmm. making this music right and then um as you
0: started preparing it for live performance is that where Donaldo came into the picture is that how how did you two meet
1: yeah, I did a few performances by myself, and it yeah. was, I couldn't really... It was very difficult to let go and focus enough on summoning that mm-hmm. atmosphere or respecting that atmosphere because yeah. I was doing everything. Okay. I mean, I was playing the sequences live, mm-hmm. so I had to change floppy disk in between every song, <laughs> which was cool it was part of the appeal. Sure. Um, and singing. Uh, but it was tough to focus on letting go and letting that emotion come through. Yeah. With... Uh, doing it all myself yeah and even with a laptop then a while i just ditched the synth Mm -hmm. on the stage and played off the laptop and it was kind of like i i'm really introverted so me on stage Mm -hmm. is not really an attraction Mm -hmm. you know i I, visibly yeah
0: i i disagree actually i think that you're a really good live i think that you're quite a captivating performer (laughs) you have an introverted quality but that's a it's an extroverted introversion it's i like that sound that was good it's good it was a nice pop of the can it's very tribal yeah (laughs) (laughs) well i think that's the third time i've yeah well okay let's let's i want to talk i'm gonna speak with each of you but i mean vafa (laughs) but also denalda but but, is vafa vafa in this context i mean okay <laughs> I'll just make sure that you get called it's your so right hard. name. I mean, th- we will bleep out.
3: I think all my life I've always wanted to have nicknames. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't get very many as a child. But now I have like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So what's what's your story? What's um, how did you? because I know that you you have other projects as well. Yeah. You're a musician. You have been for a long time. Yeah. Well, without
3: what's... say without spending too much time on like the other projects, mm-hmm. but I mean that's how that is essentially how Ben and I met. Yeah. Um and I can relate to Ben on the level of like trying to summon energy as a solo performer because yeah. before I met Ben, that mm-hmm. was precisely what I was doing. I was, mm-hmm. um, writing all of my own things uh, sourcing all of the people that would help me on my projects yeah. myself like doing all of the promotion uh, doing all of my unstyling doing <laughs> all setting everything up and <clears throat> after a while it gets really kind of it gets kind of hard and leading up to this one show that i had uh that i invited ben to um i had some I had a friend tell me that they thought that it would be a really good idea for me to collaborate with people, and yeah. I kind of took offense to it at first. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, but then it, you know, it kind of started to make sense after a while. Like maybe yeah. I should, but then like who is that going to be? Like I don't know anybody. Like I don't know anybody that I really want to work with. Blah, blah 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 blah. All in my head. Yeah, yeah. And so I invite Ben to this show that I have, mm-hmm. and I was using this instrument called an. Uh, how did I forget right? The uh the, the
0: Omnicord, right? Yeah. <laughs> the Omnicord, Google it. Which that. is
3: an amazing mm-hmm. amazing instrument. Yeah. Synthesizer. Mm. It's a beautiful thing. And <clears throat> um, Ben heard it mm-hmm. and he said I want you to come over. I want I want this sound on this record that I'm making. Mm-hmm. And I remember being really excited. Because it's really nice to have somebody say, oh, I like this thing that you have. And I I would like you to bring it to my table. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah. And, but also feeling a little nervous, like, is this really going to follow through? Because a lot of times it doesn't follow through. But when I came over, he was like, oh, I like what you're doing Mm -hmm. with that, with this thing. I like what you're doing with that melody. I like what you're doing with those sounds right there, and and it just ended up working out. So then,
0: this is with you playing keys, the Omni The Omni um, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um,
3: the coffee has got me in a weird place right okay. now.
0: This is yeah. I know. Take I feel you.
3: very non-linear. Anyway. This uh, is
0: nonlinear. This process <laughs> life, is non-linear. Anyway, life is nonlinear. So, Time. so
3: yeah, we re recorded the parts and he picked out kind of like mm-hmm. what the best parts that he liked that I came up with on yeah. the on the Omni um what's that thing called? The plate, the strum plate.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like a copper.
3: Which you can totally play. Mm-hmm. It's only like three notes of the scale oh, wow. for uh, five five octaves. Yeah. Which is really cool, but... Um, so I kind of learned a little bit about the Omnichord then, yeah. and whatever. Anyway, so then... I don't even remember how we ended up on stage together. It must have just been you asking me to play Omnichord.
1: Yeah, I was... For the live... For I was a- performing in a monthly art gallery performance. Yeah. And... That's kind of where I had been cutting my teeth with performing this. Mm -hmm. It was a monthly thing. Yeah, it was a monthly thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I invited Mm -hmm. Vafa to join me on stage for the one song that she played on the album. Yeah. And she brought all this energy, and like the crowd was into it more, because mm-hmm. there was somebody on stage actually looking like they were enjoying themselves. <laughs> Which I, uh, I do now, Yeah, you know what I mean? But yeah, back yeah. then, I was like... I mean, the first time I performed without the synth and just the laptop, I actually sat on the stage, like, gross oh, wow. and sang, sitting down. Wow. But, yeah, so she wow. brought this amazing energy and, yeah. and added a lot sonically and energetically, mm-hmm. and I felt more comfortable yeah. to be myself whether it was introverted or not nice like you said mm-hmm. you know that part of my stage presence is being kind of an introverted ext- extrovert like it's, it's i mean the act of performing is very extroverted
0: and you're, yeah. you're moving you're dancing you're singing but right you're very you're, you could be singing to an empty room yeah.
1: yeah yeah and i'd probably be singing better if it was to an empty room. <laughs> yeah. some moments yes some mm-hmm. moments no sure um but yeah, so I realized I could be that, yeah. which is my true self yeah. on stage with her, yeah. providing some some energetic backbone. Yeah. So I was like... Which is
3: wild.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you two have such a great energy together, and that's something that can't be conveyed over over the the album or the sound. It's just like, but there's something to be seen live, and that's... And also, I want to give you credit for the way that you show up for lives, live shows and the ways that you... The, the different characters and the 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 makeup and the costuming mm-hmm. is always different it's always entertaining as hell and <laughs> but it's great it adds like this other element to it where you know it doesn't like it, it it doesn't take itself too seriously and but it also adds to the fun of the experience and i don't know it's just really eccentric and I appreciate
3: yeah, that. yeah thanks i uh <laughs> my appearance changes like maybe like three times in a day sometimes yeah yeah maybe maybe only once a day yeah maybe only once a week (laughs) sometimes i'll wear that same outfit like a few days in a row but other times i'm just like i kind of want to be a different like I kind of want to be a different person today. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you, and you, uh, you, I
3: feel like the stage is a really good place. It's a great place to do that. that.
0: And you seem to like act differently. Like when I interact <laughs> with you, like when you are a different character. And I'm wondering because you're saying that you have different names. People are giving you different uh, nicknames now. Do you have? Um, I mean, do, do, does each persona that you bring have a name, or does I it like? Are you taking on personas, or is this just costuming? What is?
3: I think that sometimes. I mean, since my appearance changes so often, like mm-hmm. giving each of those things a new name would be <laughs> pretty taxing so, <laughs> Well, you never know. So yeah. so I feel like I feel like no uh there's like one there's like one um look mm-hmm. that I feel portrays Vafa mm. the best out of any and it's this um it's it's a look that has this really like Curly long hair oh, yeah. that is um, blonde mm-hmm. on the underside. There's a name for that.
0: Um, ombre.
3: It's not ombre because okay. ombre is when it like fades, oh, that's or, right. or not fades, but like goes from like dark to light. But yeah. it's like light under. Gotcha. Like under. Under
0: the- under lights. Is it under?
2: Low light. So, I don't Anyway, yeah. uh, you can I find mm.
3: this picture. You can find the picture of me with this yeah. with this look yeah. um from one of our latest photo shoots. Yeah. Actually, probably from like every photo shoot that we've had lately. Yeah. On our website.
0: That's little, yeah,
1: Is it intriflirtmusic.com? If somebody out there wants to make a nice glossy coffee table book of mm. all of the Boppa diff- <laughs> different books that would be great or if we somebody would forthcoming the there you go or if coming. somebody
3: even <laughs> wants to like help style me i do yeah. have a stylist but sometimes i'm afraid i'm gonna like exhaust you her you
0: don't want to burn her out
2: no no
3: i don't think i could she, she, i was
2: talking to her last night or two nights ago she wants to get uh everyone to get tattoos of the lollipops
0: oh my god
3: no way <laughs>
0: right on your forum Make I sure was like on the bottom but of your foot. The, the Ooh, problem, oh, the, yeah. the sometimes right the problem on your that I
3: run into is like how am <laughs> I gonna get all of the things that I really wanna like dress myself in? You yeah. Know?
0: Yeah.
3: Um, but yeah, so I think currently like I'm working with her on I'm working with the person that styles me. I well, wish that, I don't know if I can say her name out loud. I think so. Do you wanna? I do.
0: Okay, say her name. Her
3: name is Shelly. Hi, Shelly. Harrison. Shelley
0: Shelly Harrison is pretty great. She's the best. She's she pretty cool. Great.
1: She now has no privacy. Nobody knows. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can edit that
2: out. You can find her. We'll find her. Friends. We'll figure out. Why don't you ask her? Edited out. But <laughs> yeah. We're, we're social Yeah, for, um, That's where she is. We're
3: currently looking for um, fashion, pe- for people who are interested in fashion, who yeah. are interested in styling people specifically for this stage. Yeah.
0: It, it's cool. I, I think that's it, sort of in the spirit of collaboration that this project seems to be. It seems hmm. to be like a... A situation where the more that you open up um, the more people come in mm-hmm. and the more people like will start participating and feeling like they can actually have a stake in that and that's something that I I feel as a somebody who's starting a solo project quote-unquote it's been a real struggle because you know the more that you try and like keep it autonomous and keep it yourself and this is my thing mm-hmm. the, the less um, people seem to embrace it mm. and that that's that's a hard thing to do um, Especially like when you're being the creative person, it's just like, "Oh my God, this is me. This is my art. This is my art." And so it's really a process of just opening your hand, and you know, the more that you open your hand, the more you can actually hold. Um, you can't hold much with a closed fist, damn it. And I, so <laughs> I want to bring it over to you, Brendan, because uh-huh. you, you, uh, we haven't spoken to you yet, and I actually I want to say we have Brendan, Ben, and Wafa. So,
3: waffle and ninja flirt.
0: Bop, uh, there, here, here, here. careful
2: with that stool. It's making like a really high.
0: Oh, I'll edit that out. Just yeah, <laughs> I'll edit that out. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> frequency. I'm just going to EQ it. Those your knee joints there. <laughs> actually my yeah. That's my my artificial hip. I'm glad it's the chair. Okay. Hold on, I'll feel but better. I was I was a I was a young gymnast in uh, <laughs> and I actually was I, I was an Olympic uh, gymnast and, and
2: I. No, it sure wasn't it easy, I was so an easy street injury. I
0: know, I wanted I, I to go farther with that.
2: Was that? Uh, I thought it might be an easy street injury. It know, was. <laughs> yeah, it was like I,
0: I, it was, I had watched the, uh, the James Brown Tammy Show video too many times, and I knew that I was going to be able to do the splits. And I tried it, and it ripped my hot pants and I <laughs> fucked up my, uh, my uh, groin. <laughs> but it's okay. Don't worry. It's fine now.
2: Just need a little oil
0: on it. guy just oil it with coconut oil. It's great. It out. That, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it, 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 really it's a pulling, pulling oil. <laughs> oil pulling.
3: I pulled it this morning. You missed it. What? Everybody on, oh, yeah. You. Everybody on... Everybody here that's listening missed it, but I like to pull oil and ride my bike through traffic and then at like the best red lights or like going through the intersection, I spit it out everywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so odds are if we see you riding your bicycle down the street in Oakland, your mouth is full of oil at any given time.
3: Probably. Like um, make
0: her laugh. Make her laugh. <laughs> <laughs> like watch she's gonna spit
2: oil all over herself <laughs> it's good for the me. gears
3: somebody asked me if i was okay once
2: <laughs> it was a like... lot of oil i mean i saw you grabbing and then i was like i see this like projection of liquid i like she did not take a drink of water right now How did dang. That wow it's like no no i'm a
0: little sick
3: like, don't worry <laughs>
0: It actually started as a big, solid mass of oil, and you just... And then,
3: uh, yeah, yeah, too soon.
0: So it's really good for... Um, like, the, the oral hygiene, it's really good for um, it's cle- cleansing toxins out of mm-hmm. the body. I've heard really good things about yeah. pulling oil. It's,
1: there's even reports of it healing cavities. Yes. Ooh, really? I haven't yeah. been to mm-hmm.
3: the dentist for years, so I'm kind of just mm. doing, like, preventative care. And Coconut, yeah. I, yeah. I finally yeah. got on, like, some health care, so I'm going to yeah. go to the dentist soon, and I'm, and I'm um, excited to see what they report. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what they say.
0: It's always kind of nice to go and, like, take a, a, a little drop in to the dentist and you know speaking of uh pulling oil when when was the last time brandon you pulled oil uh when,
2: it'll probably be tomorrow great <laughs> yeah, great i'm excited
0: tomorrow. we report back and maybe we
1: can link get you skype the, you in do i need to brush my
2: teeth anymore or can i just yeah. like stop
1: you can brush your teeth but unrefined unrefined oh
3: i've been using uh- refined
1: oh. unrefined Ooh. is better you want unrefined? organic unrefined
0: Un- yeah yeah well you know i mean you do what do what you must. I mean, now
3: I'm nervous. I've been Not all oils are, oils are created the same. Anyway, Brendan, we gotta yeah. get you on.
1: Twenty minutes. Hey, okay, talk to yeah. every day.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's
1: really good. I hate
0: that. I can't stand oil in my mouth, especially when you spit it out. It's just like ah, uh, it just. It, I love it. it. Is it
2: flammable? It, it,
0: no. Oh, that would be you know. Because
2: then that'd be kind of fun. That would be you have fun. In your mouth and practice. <laughs> no, it's just like there it is a mental block I have. And
0: Brendan, yeah, let's talk about pulling oil and your experiences with it. Okay. Yeah. Like pulling oil out of introflirt. Yes. Okay. So, what is your role in introflirt, and how do you pull oil <laughs> out of them?
2: Uh, I mean, I mixed the recent album. Yeah. And
0: sounds great, by the way. Thanks. Yeah.
2: I met them at the Eastlake Music Festival when they were playing. That was about a year ago? Was yeah, that a year ago? In May. Were like, you... 2015. You
3: were a sound guy before.
2: That, I mean, that was at the beginning of when I started doing sound, live, sound, live sound. Like, okay. right at the beginning. And yeah. I was, like, volunteering at the music festival to, like... They are, they had sound people there, but I was, like, helping, you know, set up microphones and yeah. stuff like that. And I was there until, like, midnight, you know, tearing mm-hmm. down the speakers and stuff. And then we went to, like, the after show. Okay. Which is where they were playing. And uh, no one was running sound. So I was Ooh. like, hey, I'll yeah. do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, like, so energetic and, like, pulled me in. And I was just, like, I was on, like, after working for 13 hours and getting, like, six hours sleep. And I was, like, super excited to, like, be yeah. mixing and hearing yeah. the song. So yeah. I just, like, wanted to keep doing it, you know.
0: It sounds, yeah, it's really interesting seeing you play with Interfler 2. And it's, like, you know, like, it on the stage it appears like it's a two piece um but then really you know when i speak with all of you it seems like it's there's three like core members it seems like i mean forgive me if this is not the dynamic that you guys have agreed upon but <laughs> there's like very much a a part of you in this whole project i mean i feel like you are very much it's rare to find like a quote unquote sound guy or mixing engineer that's like kind of considered a part of the uh, the fold so to speak
2: yeah i mean i think when you get into like talking to bigger bands and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, they like really value the person behind the board. And they like know that like, that's one of the big important parts of like, making sure they're successful. Yeah.
0: I never talk to bigger fans. No. Never. I only talk to... No, it's that they don't talk to you. <laughs> Ouch, that burns. It <laughs> burns me. You got, the, you got the... You got the... You got the... You're a fast one. You're a fast that was one. That really loud laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, don't worry. We'll uh, We'll compress you. Compre- awkward big, silence. Big surprise. L- limit. Limit. See, that's the sound guy here. That was a test. That was a test for, for the sound engineer there. I just wanted, like, you know check your chops you got good chops thanks so yeah so go on more look so larger bands you know they value the sound well, yeah, i mean they, that makes they sense bring
2: like a sound person with them with them yeah. who works with them all the time right like right. you know can adjust to wherever they're playing yeah. and stuff like that yeah um smaller bands mm-hmm. don't put the value in that yeah right off the bat Mm-hmm. Like okay, we'll go play this venue. Mm-hmm. Like they have a sound person there. It'll all work out fine. Yeah, cool. mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. great. But mm-hmm. if like I mean, I've been working in venues too, and it's it's hard. You know, it's like way harder coming into a situation where you don't know the band, don't know the songs, yeah, don't know like all their instruments like for months in advance. Yeah, like you go in there kind of blind. Yeah, and you're trying to like create a performance that's like has the emotional impact that they want to portray and if, mm-hmm. like you don't like really know them yeah then like that's almost impossible i would say
0: especially if they're very like a specific sound and something that's very technical right, right. you're especially trusting for electronic music right you know
2: right because like you could just like throw up the faders and there's like all these kind of like background sounds that are supposed to not be yeah. forward but <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they could be back or like this you know? <laughs> <laughs> and if you're a sound engineer like your thought is like i want to make Sometimes your thought is, like, I want to make everyone on stage important. Like, you know, I want, like, the drums to sound good. I want the synth to sound good. But, like, sometimes things need to be, like, in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. That's, I mean, something I've learned with, like, mixing the album as well.
0: Yeah. that Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and again, like, the, the live mixes always sound really, really spot on, very crafted. But I have to say, listening to the new album, it sounds so beautiful like the uh uh like i i think i've compared this i've spoken to you about this i i feel like it has a you know it sounds like depeche mode violator like in the sense of like the early um the the, each sound has a a space like a three-dimensional space it's very uh you can take a bite out of each like thing or at least touch it and i appreciate that it's it's a very well crafted sounding album um and so why don't we talk a little bit about that because it's really good
2: I mean the album artwork is wow I was excited to st- should we drop it Devin do you <laughs> do you want to
3: Devin is like oh my oh, god Devin Devin is like, like... So funny we can that talk about Devin it's so funny that you're like those like three core members of intro flirt in my head I'm like there's like there's like, ten.
0: like six. okay let's go <laughs> down the list of the, in, the intro flirt members so we're, Devin did Devin do the artwork is that the deal well
3: Devin's been Devin's Devin's done a lot
2: Devin's done De- a lot. Devin,
3: Don, Shelley are yeah. like Devin, Don, together. Shelley yeah who else
2: um, I mean, Hunter's... Hunter, Hunter's now,
3: him. I mean, kind of...
2: What I does think. Hunter do? What's his...
1: Well, Maybe Nothing we... yet. Okay, yeah, let's Hunter, like, yeah, yeah. let's or forget we're,
0: about we're Hunter. Hunter's we're not either. doing anything.
3: <laughs> That's not but, true! <laughs> okay, Hunter, as soon as you can... Yeah. They... They but, oh um, excuse
0: me <laughs> see I I my sorry for misgendering Hunter I will edit that one out. Um, anyway, I would say,
1: I would say that there are three core members of so insofar as there are members. three people that are making decisions that affect right of yeah, of
0: But you have Don, Don Don who's making lights. That's he's there Don pretty much makes every show. He's
3: lights. Uh, Devin who does um, just, photography, yeah, and photography.
2: And video. And video, and video, video, mm-hmm. and is
3: and is like.
2: He's just great. M- multimedia great his personality like and
3: everybody god everybody who like comes through intro their personalities they're just like so fucking
2: cool and
3: weird and like it's like unique
2: the way they come into is all like serendipitous i would say you know like no one's like we never like struggle to like find the person yeah to help us with whatever we're doing, yeah. Although
3: sometimes there's probably a little bit of like frustration is, surrounding yeah. the topic or surrounding like the the like
2: the incorporation or the, or just
3: like the like like frustration like with me like costuming. Okay, Charlie, I mean mm-hmm. it's, it's like frustration surrounding like oh we need to get like something up on the internet that like people can see us in Devon. We need. We need more something on stage. We need. I guess there wasn't a lot of like frustration surrounding like lights on stage, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
1: You mean that led up to needing yeah. someone?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Frustration it, that led up to needing somebody. Yes. It,
0: yeah. Well, is there is there because um, there are a lot of people participating. Um,
3: Where were we at? Oh. What question did
0: you ask? Oh, well. You're saying how,
2: who are the people? Yeah, who are, are the people?
0: Do? Uh, what do they do? But also, you know, the thing that I, I, I'm curious about is, okay, so we have, like, at least we named off six people who are, you know, actively part of this, this intro flirt thing. Is there, and you you said something about where um, it's interesting to see what comes out of people, like what it brings out of in people.
3: Well, I just like what you mentioned earlier about, um, about this is my art. Uh-huh. This is, this is my thing, but I think it wasn't until I started like interacting with everybody that's in IntraFlirt that I was able to flourish more as myself.
2: Mm -hmm. I feel the same way. Mm.
3: Like I've just been able to like open up and be exactly who I am. And I think the thing that is the most comforting about it all is that everybody that I interact with is so supportive of who I am. Yeah. And therefore, it's easier because as a solo person working on your solo art, it's hard sometimes to like. If everybody's just, if you're just like giving your art to everybody to ju- judge at all times, like it's hard to get support. Yeah, yeah. In some ways, and Travis, I would say that you are as much a part of Interflirt.
0: Oh, thank you. I feel very much a part of it. I, I, As anybody that we're mentioning, so yeah, probably well, thank drop you. your name, too. Hey, well, you know, I don't know if I want my name in this, um, but thank you. And I do, I feel very welcomed, and I feel like there's something about, um, you know, with my project, uh, the fact that we've played a lot of shows together, the fact that, like, I, I often will consult um, with, with you, like, on either a technical level or emotional level or a creative level, just being like... You know, it, it's it's hard make it's hard being an artist, it's hard making work and and there's a sometimes like even in collaboration there's a sense of isolation. So what I'm really excited about is the idea of having a community of people to share ideas with and flourish with because mm-hmm. I mean you seem to have proved that the, the more that you open up, the more that you allow, you know, um, it to just flourish, it sort of has a gravity. It has mm-hmm. I, like a
2: there I wanna say like it is about like opening up and like being open to finding those people that yeah. are on the same page, I yeah. think, but there's also like a complete level of, um, what's the word discerning mm. or like, uh, I don't know how to say it. Like being critical, being there critical. is being, there is criticalness of like everything we're doing. But yeah. It's like not like a, keeping people out critical sure. It's just like making sure that we're doing things that represent what right. we want. So, so like, so yeah, what you're saying is that. like to clarify
0: it's allowing people to come in and allowing people to do, um, to contribute, but being discerning about what it is that they bring in and how that fits into the overall scheme, kind of like being the final decider um, and sourcing this, yeah. yes, Sounds that, like no, or <laughs> well I mean, but that's the thing. I mean, it, it's, it, there is sort of a, an orientation that you have. It's quality
1: control. Quality yeah. control. Quality Thank control. you. Yeah. But not only that, but it's the same way that any discerning person would choose their friends mm-hmm. because everybody that we choose to continue working with, we not only appreciate their artistic quality and professionalism, mm-hmm. meaning they'll show up, they'll do what they say they will. Yeah. We can trust them to put out a good product. Yeah. But also, we like being around them. Mm. And I mean, I am I am personally a lot more introverted than these two, and I mm-hmm. probably have less friends and spend less time with people, and I'm mm-hmm. very, very choosy over who uh, I interact with mm-hmm. on a close level. So to have people surrounding a project that is full of my emotion mm-hmm. and requires me to be vulnerable, having people around me that not only are precision with their art um, and consistent, but also... Uh, on a personal level, I get along with mm-hmm. and enjoy talking to mm-hmm. is really meaningful and necessary necessary so I think that's that 's along the lines of what Brendan was saying as being discerning over who 's going to actually fit <clears throat> mm-hmm. and and most of the time that kind of happens naturally, and people who are excited about intraflur get that soundtrack, and they kind of have a a stake in it for themselves too, because they know it 's going to help them, yeah yeah because mm-hmm. we want we want we want to obviously be supported, but we want to support other mm-hmm. people, too. Right. We
2: want it to be yeah. a, a ping-pong co-boost. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right. I like exactly. that. I like that. One person boosts the other, then that the boost boosts boost. the other person back, and it's just like right. an escalating absolutely. boost. That makes yeah, sense. Absolutely. Like
1: We want we want Shelly to, to go home at night feeling thrilled that her design was on stage in front of, you know, yeah. 6,000 people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and other right.
3: people can be like, hey, yo, Shelly, I saw that outfit on Buffa, right, yeah. and fuck, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah can you style me
0: yeah right can you can you style but seriously my...
3: don't call my stylist bitch because she's mine i'm just kidding
0: yeah that's right that's right she can subcontract out i'm
3: just kidding you can edit that
0: out oh no no we, this, too late for we it. can't actually this is all to tape so there's no <laughs> editing on this, it's all, live, this it's all live this is actually live podcasting right now so Screaming, we're periscoping.
1: So we're discerning in personality, like who's yeah. gonna be, who am I gonna be able to say what I want to, and right. people not get offended. Yeah, or yeah. Yeah. Blah blah. blah. Right. Who's gonna be able to take direction and yeah. realize that it's gonna help them in some way? Yeah. Even if it's not their style, they'll still yeah. enjoy working with someone who is giving them direction. Uh-huh. And is it going to fit the general brand slash image slash sound slash vibe of IntraFlirt? Yeah. We are. I mean, IntraFlirt is kind of its own dimension. It takes on its own path mm-hmm. and we guide it in certain ways or we rather guide the physicality of it mm-hmm. um, but we're still learning about it mm-hmm. it feels like it has its own ideas and we're kind of discovering that yeah but we're kind of the gatekeepers and we're we're responsible for maintaining the uh the outward appearance yeah. of intraflirt so we have an idea of what that feels like so we're more able to say like well we like that design but it would fit us better if it was like this mm-hmm. and so we're kind of uh, the final say the three of us are the final say in that okay um in that kind of
0: realm <clears throat> yeah yeah that has to be kind of tricky too i mean because it it definitely takes a certain boundary to approach you know i mean it i've always found it really hard when people offer something um, you know, offer a service, offer a collaboration, and it comes in, and it's not exactly like what um, I feel is appropriate or fitting at the time. Right. Um, and I, I really struggle with uh, <clears throat> saying no, and that's something that I, 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 think has been a part of me keeping my project very, very uh, boundary with you know who's coming in, who's coming out, because I'm very, I think I'm actually afraid of my own. Um, Quality control, not quality control because I, I'm critical, but my ability to say yes to this, no to that, yeah. um, and be, you know, a hardline, a gentle, compassionate, but hardlined quality control person. Yeah. How do you balance that? Like, what is, like, like I mean, because it is an open thing. It's a, it's, it's a, there are a lot of collaborators, but you do have the final say. How do you
1: walk that line? Well, basically, they don't let me write the emails to the person, because <laughs> I'll be a little more. There's been a couple times where I've been a little more direct
2: than you know, and I was honest,
1: but it was kind of like eh, maybe you can write the next email. Sure, I appreciate
2: that about you, though. I think it's the East Coast quality, you yeah. know. I uh, think people do appreciate the honesty. Yeah, it's really Actually, good. Actually, you know what's when really you funny about Introvert?
3: Mm-hmm. This is, I just realized this. Ben's mm. from the East Coast. I'm from the Midwest and Brandon's from, uh, Brandon's from California. Wow. So it's like, wow. <laughs> that's funny. I just realized it.
0: So you need someone from the Southwest. LOL. Mm-hmm.
3: Anyway, sorry. Or, I just
2: Europe. or Europe. Let's get someone from Europe. Yeah. Let's get,
3: oh, we have someone from Toronto. <gasps> we do. Oh. We have, we sure.
2: have, every, we have everyone. Yeah. Well.
3: Anyway. <laughs> Uh, how do we walk that line how do you well, walk that line to how that? do we walk that line uh, I think the more we have gotten to know each other the more we have the more it's been come the more we've been able to trust that um, we can be ourselves with each other mm-hmm. and so you know sometimes I find that I'm afraid uh, like you just said of saying no to somebody because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna hurt this person's feelings. But yeah. if I have Ben and Brendan to support me because they have my best interests in mind and they like care about how I feel and mm-hmm. what I think. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh I'm just gonna say what I feel. I'm gonna say what I feel and blah 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 blah. But I also think it has a little little bit to do with like trusting yourself. Yeah. Which is scary. Um, but recently Grimes came out with this song that's called reality mm. spelled with an I at the end. And one of the lines in the song is, um, when we're young and we're afraid that we're beautiful
0: mm. Mm.
3: and I'm like, okay, now's the time to not be afraid that I'm beautiful Yeah. Mm. and not necessarily meaning like yeah. the outward appearance, but everything that's inside of me. Yeah. You know. And so uh with all of those things in mind,
0: mm. <laughs> it's hard to How do
3: you walk that line? Yeah. You somebody presents something to you and you say well, you don't say anything. You can learn to trust everything that's inside of you. Mm-hmm. You look at all of those things and then you say this doesn't resonate with me. Mm. And you know right off the bat that it doesn't. Yeah. And it's your choice whether you can say something about it or not. Um, but sometimes the fear gets in the way. But,
2: yeah. but at least say it to yourself. But you yeah. say it to yourself. Yeah. And
3: then so I think just over, over the past uh, year and a half, year and a half, Have years, been a year. It's mm-hmm. year. been a year. It's been, a year. Wow. It's a year been about a, a year and a month, yeah, that we've been working together. It's just gotten increasingly easier. And I think we haven't really... I don't know if we've really come to a,
2: I don't know if we've been at the. Like disagreements?
3: Or just like, we've had, we've had a few, a few instances where we've had to like walk that line. Mm. I mean, recently Mm -hmm. with like, uh, designs. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: but and, it's worth it's worth walking it because then if you're yeah. putting something out that you're intuitively not happy with or don't yeah. feel yeah. like resonates with what you're doing, it's like just the
2: worst feeling. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a distur it's, it's a disservice to everybody. I mean, yeah. It's a disservice to Intrafleur to mm-hmm. us as people to mm-hmm. the artist mm-hmm. because they're not getting the truth. Sure. sure, you're saying that's great. We'll take it. Yeah, you're lying to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you're lying to the
2: yeah. to the public about what Intrafleur about because right. you're not. Putting out something that's there's no point in putting something out that you're not like a hundred yeah. and thirty percent yeah. And I
3: and yeah. I really, really think this is inside of every single human. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And we've sent things back. Like, we we work with people and we say it's not good enough. Or mm-hmm. we don't say it like that. That's how mm-hmm. i say it. But, yeah. <laughs> Brendan writes the emails. Brendan's <laughs> like, They're just great at writing really emails. Great. This is great. Two exclamation amazing, marks, but, three you know. smiley faces. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> You're so <laughs> talented. Can we maybe alter it a little bit this <laughs>
0: way? You know? It's kind of a yes and. You're like, yes <laughs> and. Can you, can you, mm I need, I need you to fix this. He's You're, yes and, I'm no but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of the band diplomat here no, you're kind of like you start you know,
1: over no but if you find someone else to do it
3: <laughs> i just yeah. don't talk
1: i'm yeah. just kidding yeah. that's
3: not true i always have an opinion right i always have something to say but but see, w-
1: but we see but when we when we have sent things back and said like this is really cool maybe can we alter this in this way mm-hmm. the results if we're working with the right person the results sometimes immediately yeah i mean not immediately eventually get to a place place where we're like okay yeah, we're glad we yes. are working with this person. Yeah. So it's not like it has to be all or nothing right away. Because mm. we don't do everything all or nothing right away. Yeah. It's a process. It's a process. It takes time.
3: Oh, man. Mm. The sound, especially. Like, uh, we're just... We're trying to dial in our sound pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's really interesting about um, the whole process is, like, whenever Ben and I first started uh, practicing together... We practiced in his room and I had my back to him. Oh, wow. Which is crazy to me now because that's... I mean, first of all, not the way that we play on stage. Sure. But second of all, um, whenever we... Whenever it finally just switched, mm-hmm. which just happened mm-hmm. one day, the keyboard was not faced the direction <laughs> it had faced for, like, months... Um, it was kind of magical because I could see how Ben reacted to certain things that I did and I could, and I saw how he moved and it Mm
2: -hmm. it
3: encouraged like how I moved. Mm -hmm. And then, um, eventually we learned, you know, that Brendan, we needed to include Brendan in our, in our practice, which is like totally pertinent because then all three of us can like practice together. Yeah. And then before shows, we, um, before shows, we uh, will practice in like a live, in mm-hmm. like a quote unquote live setting where okay. we have like monitors and stuff like this. So, in a way, we're also, you know, walking the line with, um, I guess it would be metaphysical things as well. Mm-hmm. Like, no, we are not going to practice like this. Mm-hmm. We are not going to practice. I am not going to practice with my back S- turned to you. Let's yeah. try something different.
2: Energetic. The- Well, and there's a lot of, like, making pretty logical decisions about, like, how we should rehearse or how we should, you know, like, and realizing those instantly, realizing, like, what is that aspect that can make it better? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, we're playing shows with monitors. We need to practice Mm -hmm. with monitors. And that's, I mean, when I was in bands before, like, that was, that never, like... Came into my head, sure. Know? Like sure. for some reason, it was sure. just like, "Yeah, we're gonna go play a show. Like it'll, it'll be fine. It'll be just like at rehearsal." And it never fucking is. You show
0: up on stage, <laughs> and it's completely different than
2: everything you practiced for. Yeah. it sounds completely, completely different, different. like different. a totally different. You're not situation. in a room that's like this big, right? And like the sounds are bouncing into your ears and stuff right. like that. You're like out there in the open, and you can't hear anything. You, and yeah. you need to like know how to how to handle that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So.
0: And I, I think, in, and so there's the, the practical side of it. But then I think what you're touching on, Donal, is that there's a there's an energetic quality to it too that comes with the interaction. then you have to kind of set, the, like I think you both are saying this well, but like setting the stage for that interaction to take place, which then makes the music better right. and makes the performance better. And I feel like there's always an interplay. I think even you know, seeing you, Brendan, in the back, you know, running the soundboard, there's a there's still like a weird triangular connection between. The two of you on stage and you in the back, and, and I can feel it. There's always, there's, there's something there. And I, I, I don't know about all of you, but when, you know, I work alone and I'm making music alone in my room, it's very, it's very isolated and, and I take my time and it just, it's a very slow process. But the minute someone else is in the room, everything's different. I'm operating differently. I'm, I'm even running, you know, the software differently. It's like faster or, mm. you know, I, there's like a different type of energy that, that, um, mm-hmm. that comes about. And I like that. I think that that's one of the best things about music is that it can be an energetic exchange. And well, I'm curious, like for you, Ben, like when you brought in other people, um, this being a solo project, what like, did you notice any kind of shifts, like energetic shifts? What, how did that change? How did the music... I know you're like, you know, getting into the metaphysical stuff here, but like <laughs> did tell me like what was it, what did, what did you know was what did you notice was different?
1: Everything. Everything. I mean, really, you know. Yeah. Just to be supported in what my musical tastes are yeah. and who I am as a person emotionally yeah. and being able to be more open. Yeah. And I like taking advice from people I trust, too. Mhm. You know, that's a huge part. Yeah. There's the decision-making. Um, Sound-wise, I think the music has evolved to faster tempos to kind of match the energy of the interaction taking place. Mm-hmm. And to um, and it's for, you know, not just for me and not for, just for us, but for people in the room, too, because we mm-hmm. want people to have have a dance on us. Have a dance on us and and to sweat a little bit and get lost mm-hmm. in themselves mm-hmm. um, and if they feel that that resonance from the intraflirt realm yeah. we want to provide a a vehicle for them yeah. to 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 let loose physically because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if you're not feeling good physically it's harder to get get there in the mind so yeah. so dancing and letting loose is a great way to to kind of surrender to that of mm-hmm. w- which you're you're feeling yeah you know all the music that i have always loved the most makes me invites me to express myself just mm-hmm. from listening to mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. which is a, it is kind of a different concept usually people think they have to express themselves by making something right but you can express yourself by listening to something mm. and and when you're feeling that you're expressing it so right. i've always wanted to do that yeah for other people <laughs> yeah. and to have other people you know on on the same page helping me lift that sound up for other people is mm-hmm. just Less pressure on me, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been able to give up a lot of things that I held on to yeah. tightly that, uh, that allow me to be more open and free yeah. and honest with myself yeah. because I don't have to protect anything anymore. Right,
0: right. That protectiveness is um, sometimes a barrier, I think, to that music actually reaching people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, really, it's, it's, it's subtle. Mm -hmm. but yeah i I find Mm -hmm. that like that defensiveness is one of those things that just cuts yeah because everybody's
1: opinion is correct right Uh, from their perspective sure and i think before i was working with them i would get opinions from other people that i didn't Mm -hmm. want to hear like i sent the album to my friend and he was Mm -hmm. like it's great but i think you should use a bunch of different kind of synths to have like different sounds like it's a good start yeah they said that about the first album sure no and i'm like no the whole point is the personality is in this one yeah you know what I mean? Man, yeah,
3: the SQ <laughs> fucking eighty.
0: Yeah. So Sorry.
1: <laughs> I get a lot. Of, and Sonic, you're, you're, if you're working alone, you're more liable to get a lot of different opinions from other people, and right. you're more susceptible to that. <laughs> sure. But when yeah. you're working with like a, you know three people who are professional and you, you trust their their taste and quality, and yeah. they're like, no, it's fine. Keep doing, mm-hmm. you know what we're doing. Yeah. We're on a great track. And then alter some things here and there, blah yeah. blah, blah. Like you know, Brendan has a lot of say in the mix, and Papa has a lot of say over how we play things and what we play things. And that's, and I'm really excited about the future and to continue, continue to work about what we're going to do on stage and how that's going to evolve into a more immersive mm-hmm. um, Coachella.
3: We're ready for you. Immersive yeah. experience. <laughs> right. Well, Paliza, we're ready for you. So, so I think to answer oh, your man,
1: question, I mean, it's an evening slot. Takes us
2: take, take
3: I, I want the European. I want the European festival circuits.
2: To answer (laughs) your question, it takes
1: a lot of the pressure off. Yeah. You know, I mean, much of the music is made in the middle of the night when I'm alone. Sure. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of the recorded stuff. And that's uh, the times that I've tried to work on recording music with people and bring out that, you know, be collaborative as far as. Songwriting, mm-hmm. not nah, it's it's scary for me because because I have to spend three times extra time yeah. explaining what I'm trying to do, get their opinion, weigh it against mine, mm-hmm. give them a shot, and say okay, we'll try it your way, and then be like, no, my intuition was correct at the begin with. Right. I'd be a miserable person to record a song with
2: because I'd always be like, nope, nope, nope,
1: we're doing yep. it this way, and then the other person would be like, why the fuck am I here? Right.
2: Yeah. It's Just, not. You know, I don't think that collab collaborative recording process right now is at least really not really the spirit yeah of intro flirt right yeah it, it seems like- it still like resonates with like me and mm-hmm. danalda and like other people yeah know? because that's like what it's about it's about this internal
1: yeah because like, like realization because that the, the the recording of the original music is a moment in time yeah and, then, and it's gone it doesn't yeah. exist anymore right the album two albums are done yeah Nah, and I don't care. And they're they're out there. Yeah, they're for other people to enjoy. Now, what are we gonna do to let? Be, how are we gonna let people know about this sound? How are we going to m- bring it to the stage in the moment in mm-hmm. the stage? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And something that Dinalda and I, uh, Vafa and I, do often before shows is just be like, okay, no expectations. We're gonna surrender to Intraflur and mm-hmm. let Intraflur come out. Mm-hmm. It's not about us. It's not about uh, how good we look. I mean, it is, but. You, know, you gotta you it's, know, you, y- you dress up for an interview. Sure. we're interviewing people. Right. And, 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 in a way. In a way. Saying, like, let us into your home, into yeah. your life. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we have something to offer you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that we you needed us, but you do. Yeah. If, if you do. And so, we want to be presentable for that and represent ourselves well. Sure. But at the same time, it's like, we're going to get out of the way and just let the music come through. Yeah. What can we do to do that? So, I think once... You know, I think the music at this point has to be made in the middle of the night alone in an introverted way Mm -hmm. because that's what it fundamentally is at. It invites Mm -hmm. people to be themselves and to be socially awkward and to be introverted and Mm -hmm. not have to compensate for Mm -hmm. it and just accept the way you feel. And so to have that music made under that guise is really uh, influential to the spirit at this point. Yeah. And then, but it's a living, breathing thing. Sure. And we don't accept it as just pre-recorded electronic music. Yeah. It's something that we add to and continually develop, mm-hmm. and that's where we're interested in, you know, finding new ways to do that. Yeah, and it seems like it's going to evolve as as your process. It seems
0: like your process is mirroring sort of the sound and kind of what comes through, and that the album, you know, the albums um, once they're done, it's you know, even though it's it's all you playing it pretty much on on the record. Um, I, when I listen to it, I don't think just of one person playing it it's it's right. intro flirt is a thing that is later interpreted in energetic sorry oh, energetically going forward um yeah totally threw me off but yeah
1: and everybody's energy is i mean brendan has a huge chunk of his soul on the album yeah he mixed it mm-hmm. and a lot of the sounds are take on a new life and i'm like mm-hmm. whoa didn't know that could sound like that right you know? mm-hmm. and and dinald has been playing that music live yeah. even before the, the record came out so her energy is all over it, and she's had influence in certain ways and how certain riffs are played and all that. So yeah, it's kind yeah. of like the soundtrack to all of our experience Right in in intra, flirt, and,
0: and you said something really interesting about just kind of like letting things flow through you, and that's, I think, something that for me is really important creatively is like understanding that, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a perspective, but I feel like mm-hmm. it's very true that if you try... To do it if you set out and you're going i'm going to this is me this is you take ownership of every little bit of it that it doesn't like the creative impulse does not come so freely um and i feel like to a certain extent you kind of have to be a uh you know a, a, somebody like opening the door or just allowing things to come through mm-hmm. a lightning rod so to speak you know and just like be um be ready for that is that something um, do you find that to be yeah true? i mean
2: yeah. i i find that to be true i've had my most Creative moments when I felt like I wasn't doing anything at all. Yeah. Mm. Like when I mixed them the first time was definitely one of those moments. And I walked in yeah. and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna do this." I did have like a beer, mm-hmm. which I think alcohol does open up that door sure. to a certain extent. It does. <laughs> seven. Seven beers. Seven <laughs> beers.
0: Seven beers. <laughs> Wide open. Wide open. It wasn't you at all in the room I anymore. Was not there. No.
2: No. <laughs> but there are there's those moments mm-hmm. where you completely like let go of all your conceptions of like what you're trying to do yeah and you just in your like hands or your your mind just is reacting to what's happening in the present and like we've talked about mm-hmm. glass, yep. too, glass so, blowing yeah glass in the past and yeah that, there's this one moment where i was just by myself in the studio and i like kind of had a vision for like what i wanted to create and yeah. it was like sort of abstract, and I just, like, started doing it, and then, like, by the end of it, it was, like, almost exactly, like, what my mind had imagined before, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, really complicated, but, like, none of the steps actually seemed stressful, Mm -hmm. like, at all, and, Mm -hmm. like, I felt like I almost wasn't there. So you are just able to move
0: through it. Yeah. Fluidly.
3: What are you talking about?
0: We're talking... Do you want to rehash that? Do you want to... Can you just explain? What what I'm... The initial question was, um, when... We were talking about like creativity and allowing, you know, allowing creativity to flow through mm-hmm. you and just being sort of in service to that, being a gatekeeper or door, mm-hmm. you know, like opening the door and letting that um, creative impulse f- come mm-hmm. through, you rather than taking ownership and and every decision right, right, is right, yours right, 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 and right, you're, right. you know, that's, yeah. Do Do you find Excuse that to be me. true for you as well? Like, do you or um, what, when does creativity come to you well, the most?
3: It's that's like a I feel like that's such a tough question because yeah. I feel like I'm actually reestablishing my relationship to the to that kind of I feel like I'm reestablishing my relationship with that kind of yeah. thing at the at the very current moment in yeah. life right now. Um Saturn return, I think. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh which is interesting.
2: Is that what it is right now? Cuz I feel that.
3: For me, uh it happens Saturn Saturn the planet um, returns to its position that it was in when you were born, when you're about 27 through mm-hmm. 29, 30 mm-hmm. area. And it almost kind of feels like in the time that I'm in right now, I'm mm-hmm. like starting back at square one yeah. when I get to make yeah. all of my own decisions and hold my own fucking hand, mm. which is great. That's
2: how I feel too. How like, old are
3: you?
2: 27. Yeah. yeah. And I feel there you like, go. you know, for like a greater part of my like, Teenage years and like early 20s, I was still like afraid of what people thought, like from when I was a kid, and like getting yeah. over that whole feeling yeah. of insecurity. Mm. And then, I mean, like now trying to embrace that insecurity, and, yeah, like yeah. realize that it's not bad. You no. know, the wisdom of insecurity, the
0: wisdom of insecurity. Oops. Alan Watts, great book.
3: Uh, but anyway, the creative process for me is, uh, well. It's hard. I'll be like laying in bed. I was laying in bed this morning. I was laying in bed this morning and listening to these words that somebody had said to me uh, recently. Um, You should get... These are their words. You should get a synth. You can get a synth that you can also play on stage with interflirt. And I envision you coming up with um, sounds and melodies with this synthesizer that... Uh, you can take to Ben and say, hey, I've got, these, uh, I've got this melody, I've got this sound, and I think that we could create a song with it. Mm-hmm. But um, because I know the way that Ben works, um, I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking, Ben's not going to want that. But then I got this melody in my head, and I was like, I should go over to my synthesizer, mm. and I should document this. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to have to put the tape machine on and I'm going to have to figure out a way to like record it. And uh, like, I'm just like laying in bed, like like telling myself all of these things when I really could have just gotten up and done it, but, but whatever. But anyway, the funny thing is, is that through all of this, I actually had this like melodic riff in my head. That I can't remember now. Yeah. But it literally just like comes to you. It comes, like it right. just comes to me, yeah. and it's my choice whether or not I like get up and do something about yeah. it. You know. Yeah. And it happens pr- pretty much all day long.
0: I, I I use my phone for that.
3: That's like, a good idea. I you know, just like. La 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 la. But in those moments, yeah, it just kind of like <laughs> comes to you, and then you can be like the vessel for it to mm, like
0: yeah, come absolutely. out of your
3: to come out of your being. Yeah. I imagine that it's going in through my mouth and coming out through my.
0: Through the the lower, the, lower
3: female part,
0: the 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 yoni, y- yoni type yeah. magic of,
3: which is pretty wild. De- let's 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 let We're gonna edit
0: that out. No no, <laughs> this is to tape. We can't edit any of this. Um, but no. Yeah, I I heard a really interesting um, interview with uh, uh, Neil Young the other day, and it was uh, this uh, podcast, the Mark Maron podcast, and he was interviewing was Neil May. Young. It's a really funny comedian podcaster. Wow. He's very very famous podcaster and um yeah and he was interviewing neil young and you know neil young um was talking about creativity and he's like yeah you know i just like it just comes you know and i found that this is my neil young voice he's like yeah i just did i found that if i was in different places that it was come always come out differently you know and so i'd write different types of songs and so then he had this property he had a big ranch and he's like but then i found that if i you know, I wrote it in a different house on the property. It would be a different type of music. But then I thought, what if I just moved a couple of feet, you know? So he'd just drive. And, and he would drive like 90 feet. And he'd try a little something different. He's like, it just changed every time I moved in my car. You know, he'd, he'd drive. And he'd just sit in his car writing, you know. And he found that his creativity. But what I took away from that was, you know, he said, you know, just when it comes... You better be ready for it. Yeah, you have to Do be it, ready for just it. Just drop what you're doing. Seriously, go for it. I'm like know? sitting
3: here mad at myself for not like documenting the little riff no, melody whatever. that I had in my head this morning. But
0: funny story. Well, I okay. I, I had a situation it's where okay. I, I woke up with a melody in my, in my head. I had music in my dream, which happens sometimes. Yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night and I grabbed my phone and I pressed the you know voice record and I was like, la, 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 la. you know, I listened back and I was like, oh wow, that's kind of good. And it was something like, I, I played it out and I realized that it was um, um, Can't Live. They're like, can't live, living here without you. I was like, fuck. I thought that was my own
3: song. But no. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Celine. I think it's Celine Dion. No, <laughs> no. Was that Celine? Was that, a, that Mariah Carey? It's not
3: Mariah Carey. Is it Celine it's Dion? somebody before Celine. It's somebody before Mariah
0: Carey. Who does Can't Live? They've been without they you. Uh, are what, what, are what are you trying to do what are you going to no, do i had to
2: ask ben a question okay
0: yeah. ask ben a question this is off the record, <laughs> <laughs> off the record. <laughs> That's a
3: thing um
2: what, what are you continue do? On. what the i the can fuck? tell you but continue on Did wait I, I have something to say about in my bloody valentine's first album i heard they used to like wake belinda butcher like up in the middle of her sleep <laughs> And get her to record.
0: Why, <laughs> really?
2: Just to like get that feeling. Oh wow! So they'd like just like wake her up Re- in the studio and just be like, "Go record now!" And, and then like and
0: groggy and just yeah. sing like half half asleep. Mm-hmm. W that's
3: motherfucking tf? Are you kidding me? No, that's
2: really great. I'm I'm pretty sure that's a true story.
0: I love that. What yeah. I, I love like weird. I mean,
3: that's so cool.
0: Because <laughs> I, I I've recorded I've done songs where like I've had to like lay on my back to get the right sound and things like that just because like there's a certain type of energy that you get huh. but have you done any, what's what's the weirdest thing you've ever done in the studio ben it depends what you consider weird uh, i, I, I touch have touched pretty a lot yeah yeah
1: you should uh, i should thank you <laughs> i mean yes, touch you yourself me, man you yeah yeah um, i don't know i don't know yeah uh, not too much weird Yes.
0: I used to have a thing where when I would record vocals, I would have to pull my shirt up and have like my midriff exposed, like kind of like a a, a bikini top type yeah. thing. It was just
1: a thing I had to do it, and the good takes would come. Yeah, I definitely do my did my fair share of both cross dressing mm-hmm. and being extremely violent and destroying things oh, while wow. learning to sing. Yeah. I was frustrated mm-hmm. at my voice not coming out. Yeah, but I've become a lot more gentle with myself for the most part.
0: What? Because you you're a real craftsperson with your voice i feel like you really take singing to the next level of seriousness of like this is something that you work at yeah when did that kind of come together for you like what talk about talk about singing
1: um i think around the time that the intraflirt album was was being mixed yeah um was this time when i finally started feeling confident enough to sing mm. public mm-hmm. i think actually going back when i first started making the music like around yeah. the time that that first song came out sure. and people were like oh you're gonna go i, w- I was still like trying to sound like a- other people trying to sound like an idea of myself mm-hmm. trying to trying to like put trying to put emotion into my voice pronouncing mm-hmm. things in a certain way like punching certain words to like drive home the the emotion so it was coming across as kind of fake yeah i mean i have a whole philosophy on singing that works for me okay and and by which i judge and critique everyone else and it's not it's a a perspective
0: it's a gold standard yeah
1: (laughs) it's a perspective Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean it is the way it is yeah for everyone but it's a perspective it's the way i choose to to come about because i want to open up and let that natural sound come out without trying to make it sound like anything so anyway when I first started making, when the, fir- the music first started coming, I was like, I need a voice to express. And mm-hmm. I started writing on these caustic lyrics, mm-hmm. these just, like, angry lyrics expressing all these dark emotions, which mm-hmm. was the first time in my life I had done that. Yeah, Because um, I'd made a lot of music before, but it was all, like, lofty, spiritual kind of, you know, perspective. Yeah. So, I was like, I need to develop my voice to be able to sing this music, so I embarked upon learning, and I had someone help me for about three months, who was trained as an opera singer, and she helped me kind of overcome just the fear of making a sound, yeah, an intentional sound, yeah, and that was yeah. the biggest hurdle. Gotcha. Uh, and then from then on, I embarked upon a maybe year and a half, two year process of trying to find my voice, fooling around with different things, you know, getting as drunk and high as I could, mm-hmm. to, like let go, and and that just mm-hmm. made me fall asleep, yeah, and didn't work. Yeah. Um tr- smashing glass, smashing mirrors, going for long jogs out of anger, all kinds of things. I tried right. everything. Very frustrated with myself. Mm. Um and then I started going to karaoke mm-hmm. to get over the fear of being in public with a microphone mm-hmm. singing. And that helped a little bit. Mm. And then I stumbled upon uh, the concept of the piano bar yes, and jazz yes, standards yes. that were sung there. Mm-hmm. And originally, I started going there to practice singing and to practice singing in front of people in a vulnerable way, just a piano and a microphone. Yeah. And within a couple of weeks, I fell in love with the music, with the people, with the scene, what was going on. And mm-hmm. I no longer went to practice and wow. just went to be a part of what was happening there. But I adopted that style. Mm-hmm. As a result, it wasn't really Croonwave wasn't really an intentional thing. Sure, never thought it w- would happen.
0: Who coined it, that term, by the way? Brendan, that was
1: Brenton Brenton did Brendan. Brendan, really?
2: Are you okay. serious? He did. Wow. He's Brendan.
1: Cool.
3: Fucking cuties. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look up on Twitter. First post. That's hey, right.
3: let me tell you, our Wikipedia article. Is better... it up?
2: Oh no. Oh, better.
3: Well, it fucking. I was gonna say. Better what? be getting up soon
2: yeah it's about it's about ready yeah there's two two albums deep like i'd say
3: we've got plenty of photos anyway yeah Yeah.
2: so it wasn't
1: really an intentional yeah thing it just that's how that was the natural style for my voice yeah my voice is suited to that style and just the way i am and i love that music i always have almost always and it uh those songs are very complex mm-hmm. and vulnerable
2: and emotional, Yeah, uh, just the way I l- like things. Yeah. And there's a lot of clarity in those songs, too. Yes, yeah, so there's a lot of clarity. In terms of mixing and mm-hmm. emotional
1: delivery. The delivery. Well, right. right. And very little yeah. processing. It's all yeah. out in the open. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. You can't really hide anything with singing like that. Right. Um, so I just found that to be a nat- the natural vehicle for my mm-hmm. natural voice. Mm-hmm. And... I just started incorporating that into Intraflir because that's the way I learned to sing. Yeah. And I don't really know, you know, I can apply that to other music, but I'm not like an R&B singer and I'm not sure. like a hip hop singer. And I'm not, if you're going to get me up there with a rock band, I'm going to croon because mm-hmm. that's what I know. It's what you do. To, to, yeah.
0: That's how it comes out of you.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. So, and yeah. I'm still experimenting. I'm still tapping into different sides of my personality at different points of my life mm-hmm. which I can do more uh, with IntraFlirt than yeah. you know singing jazz. Sure. So I'm still experimenting and there's still a, a subtle evolution mm-hmm. with my vocals with IntraFlirt happening and I'm open to that changing and seeing where it goes yeah. which is part of the process. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I like things I like things natural.
0: If well if someone was going to start listening to the croon, crooner type music that inspires you like what where would you point them
1: what? i would say the first person i would say to check out is sarah vaughn sarah vaughn i think she may have been the best the best out of that bunch mm. i mean emotionally vulnerability rawness wise sinatra mm. okay. he wasn't he wasn't technically one of the best singers i think but he was the best at conveying emotion yeah. and he he had some a few disadvantages that if you know singing really well you can pick out and he used those disadvantages to an advantage. Ah, and what were the, they? What were those? Yeah, I'm not going yeah, uh, to say <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to discover for yourself. Okay. But there are certain things, if you mm-hmm. listen to his records, okay. his live voice, if you're a singer, yeah. not, he's not doing anything wrong. Okay. I won't say that. Mm-hmm. But there are some very raw things that come across in his voice. You're like, wow. other singers wouldn't have done that. Yeah. but He doesn't give a fuck. And it makes it better yeah. because he's like letting the light shine through the cracks. Right? Yeah. So he was very good at that, and I think uh. that's why people why that's why people in in identified with with Sinatra so much is because mm-hmm. he wasn't afraid to hide that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, technically a brilliant singer too, but Sarah Vaughan was um, one of the most musical of all those singers. Mm-hmm. She played around with melody a lot and was such a musician that she had such such amazing phrasing. Mm-hmm. It was just like, how did you think of doing that? Yeah, and she really hit home how much of an instrument the voice is Mm. how she used it incredible breath control ridiculous tone yeah anything live that she did there's this album live at mr kelly's uh, i think it's early
2: 60s or late 50s in chicago that album is just incredible wow is there like an online radio station or show that people can like get acquainted yeah yeah Yeah. is there
0: anything where where would
1: people find good sources for crooning music
2: yeah
0: oh gosh
1: Um. I don't know. A, I stumbled upon this this one uh, Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, or 1400 hours GMT, mm-hmm. or actually 2 a.m. GMT. Mm. Um, called the Croon Wave. Someone stole our freaking name. How did? Hosted by Ben Benjamin, stole my name, Wow. and he uses the Interflirt name, too. Wow, Kind of a jerk. Don't know where he's located. He must have found you on Twitter and just taken... And him. just It's like, it's like me. Twitter identity that I feel naked, yeah. You, I feel like
0: someone else is wearing my clothes and yeah. I'm naked. When I listen to that, I actually think you're naked. And I... I usually am. Yeah. Usually. I like... Uh, <laughs> wow. The little, little known fact.
1: Yeah, but I, I host a show, a weekly show called The Croon Wave, great. and it's all 30s through 60s crooners, uh, and that's on Bombshells dot com. Bombshells dot Yeah, okay, great. so you can check that out.
0: Yeah. And and where else? Um, where can we find your music? What intro is? Flirt? Yeah, Intro Flirt. Where's James the best seller. place to find you? Follow like,
1: Twitter uh, is always move fun. Move to
3: Oakland. Just yeah, <laughs> there's a guy that ahead. there's a guy that sells
1: cassettes in the back alley, uh, in, back behind the the Cajun place over there. Oh, I love that. No, place. but <laughs> just visit
3: Oakland, and um, you can find our shows listed online. Yeah. Okay. Either Bandcamp. Yeah,
2: interflurmusic.com. Be sure to sign up.
3: interflurmusic.com uh, That's your. That's I have our to say,
2: sign up for the mailing list because it's like one of the most entertaining. This is true. List. <laughs>
0: I've ever been a part this of. This is true. You know, yeah. I usually like after I delete it, I usually regret it because it's so. You I, mean, I know it potentially honest, is so I've good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love it. No, the the way it's laid out, the way it's very entertaining. It has. There's always lots of um, lots of cool links, and I, I really appreciate the thing about what you guys do. Where you, you're always having like playlists, radio shows, or like just like weird selections of. of I, I love the way that you're again it's not just music it's more of like a sharing space where like the things that you appreciate the things that you care about like all come about and i think everyone has room to share in that space Mm -hmm. and that's that's a very unique thing and i think in in one thing that i really, really you know being a musician one of the things i really struggle with is competitiveness and the way that people want to like succeed in quotes and they and and there's like a I feel like the the ego game gets played out so much that it's not about community, it's about me. It's about my identity, my ego, my EP, my this or that, my video. And when I see people promoting themselves like that, it drives me insane. And I feel like the ways that you promote yourselves are brilliant, that often it's a share. You're sharing something that you care about, you share something that is interesting or novel and you share something that you really you know that you're doing that's great
2: yeah i mean we try and like lift up other people that we respect too like yeah. with like weekly mixtapes and yeah. you know connecting with them on yeah. twitter what however we can you know if they were here in person like you Yes. then we would be playing shows with them or we would be you know doing yeah. stuff like this yeah mm-hmm. but you know we do what we can to like make those connections yeah with the mediums that's that really, out
0: there, you know? It's really inspiring. I really appreciate it. And it's something that I... When I see what you all do, like, online, it's really inspiring to me. It makes me go, wow, God, I need to up my game. <laughs> so like, you know? Like, it, it's nice because it's like... there is no
2: competition. There's no, com- it's not about it's competition. Competition doesn't exist. No, there's no that. competition.
3: Oh, for me, yeah. it does. Well... I'm just kidding. For Tinalda, it does. <laughs> Actually, but. I'm not kidding. I was just thinking about... Um, no, I was just comparing myself yeah. to flirt and how I'm really happy that I'm here right now because yeah. it's good to hear people talk about um, things that are not competitive mm-hmm. and how I often am like so entrenched in myself that I don't think about others around me and I have a feeling it just has to do with like my upbringing mm-hmm. and how now that Saturn Return is here and mm-hmm. how I'm holding my hand, it's okay mm-hmm. to like observe these things, mm-hmm. but yeah, Like, um, just the way that I presented the playlist this morning, Yeah. I was like, oh, and here's this playlist that I made and it has to do all about me. It's all about me, but it's like 10 other artists. Yeah. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, it's these like 10 other artists that are like amazing and everybody should be listening to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like so tailored. And I'm like, I wonder how that affects like the people that see these things. Like, do they really care so much about like me and my story? Um, and how could this like fit into their they in their story and like it's probably just they're they're probably just going along about their day like it's their life too you know sure. I don't think people are like super concerned but anyway
0: but that's something that's really great about the the playlist is that you know it is it's like a mixtape you, you somebody will compile and curate a, a collection of songs and they're in there even though it's made by you know numbers of, of different artists and yeah. and there's something like when I heard it like I was thinking about like your thought process like when you threw that knife song in there i was like this is the weirdest song i mean this is like i mean the knife is weird but this is a deep cut and i liked it i really like i thought of you choosing that and like why you chose it and that's that's fun yeah
3: well have you did you listen to the whole song yeah did you hear all the lyrics
0: uh i listened to i have a thing with lyrics yeah
3: the lyrics i don't hit, always listen to them all lyrics the way hit me really hard for some reason mm-hmm. lyrics hit me so hard yeah. and i like am able to like memorize them i'm able to like i'm able to kind of like put myself because i feel like i feel like words are so powerful like yeah. they I, and i'm a very like visual person mm-hmm. so i'm listening to the lyrics of that song and the lyrics of that song are um Sometimes on the weekend we go out to our favorite cafe. Mm-hmm. I'll order my usual, and you ha- you will have the
0: cafe au lait. Yeah,
3: cafe au Some and and then she says, um, and when the place gets louder, they then they freak out and they turn the techno louder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so she's like, so she's talking about like going to this cafe with her friends. So I imagine this like European like like place with like stone streets and these like uh close quarter buildings and like there's colors and then there's all these like people running around not running around but like walking around getting to the places where they need to be mm-hmm. and um and it's the weekend so it's like there's no work going on but people are like getting all of their stuff done that they couldn't do during the work day. and she's meeting up with her friend at their favorite cafe and they're like sitting there and they're like talking and they're like enjoying their beverages, which is sometimes what interflirt does. Mm-hmm. And they're drinking their tea and they're getting like fucked up inside because that's what caf- caffeine does to you. Mm-hmm. And the place gets, the place starts to get really busy. It's like that rush. And I don't know if you, everybody here has been to a restaurant during a rush, but it's a fucking like, mm-hmm. there's adrenaline there's like energy oh, yeah. everywhere and all of a sudden, like the techno gets turned up, and I don't believe I've ever been to a restaurant that has like techno as their fucking sound. You've
0: never been to Berlin.
3: I've never been to Berlin. Ooh,
0: they like the uns.
3: Okay, so like mm. the techno's in and, and personally, like if I'm working on something mm-hmm. like dishes mm-hmm. or a meal or like something that is like physical, mm-hmm. techno is what drives me the most. And yeah, like, that beat, that like. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh. I heard once that techno was like also used as a means with which to control.
0: Oh, interesting.
3: Or to like get people to submit. But yeah, so I'm just literally like thinking about the visual spectrum of that song. And I think like when I first heard it, I was just like blown away. And plus there's like a piano part in the end. Yeah. It's kind of like boom, 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 boom and i just think it's like interesting that they chose to like use that and like they have like little bleeps and bloops in there that are like really cool that band is so cool they're great and i think they even like had like when they first started out an aspect of mystery yeah like we don't know who that we don't know who those people are and that's yeah. also very interesting yeah.
0: to me. Yeah, the mystery yeah. aspect
2: of their persona. Like,
3: who's Buffa? Right. Who's the knife? <laughs> Bringing
2: up Berlin and Techno. Yeah. My friend Zach is in Berlin right now. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. We forgot to talk about Zach when we were talking about people that are part uh, that's of That's yeah. right. But, that's right. But Zach is, like, super... It's not too late. Super... Uh, he's yeah, he's, he's ins- great. He's inspiring.
0: I remember him reading a poem at yes. the uh, Starline Social Club. That was great. Yes. It totally, like... He, the night was going in one direction, and then poetry happened, <laughs> and that set the stage for Intro Flirt, which was, it was it was a necessary, I, I'm sure it was awkward for him to a certain degree. He, he seemed very comfortable.
3: All the pretty people.
0: But yeah, it, it, it was, a, that was a great show. Well, I just want, like, one more thought, because I, you know, I'm always curious about this, because we're making music, it's 2016 or something of that nature, and it seems like a very weird time to be making music in quotes. You know, there doesn't seem like um, seems like the infrastructure for uh, uh, the record industry is like no longer there. And I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I feel very weird and isolated making music. I feel very strange, like putting music out there when I see, millions and millions of bands out there all making music. Everyone has access to recording things, which is wonderful because everyone should be making art, in my opinion, on some level. So if you want to make an album, go make an album. But I feel sometimes very... Um, the connectivity of, of the internet and being able to make... Uh, get your stuff out there with so much ease, I feel almost more isolated now. Um, and so what are your thoughts on, like, making music nowadays and 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 confronting the isolation or like what i don't even know what the question i'm actually trying to answer or ask you is maybe i think think you asked yeah what what is this what is what is this music shit i
3: think you really have to (laughs) i think you really have to figure out how to pave your own way
2: yeah
0: yeah
2: yeah i agree with that
0: yeah how do you fight the isolation
2: the feeling of. I don't think Ben fights the
0: isolation. <laughs> no, I think
1: Ben is. I yeah, embrace is the isolation. You embrace it, yeah. If I have more than three social
2: uh, engagements a week, mm-hmm. I. You've got like fifteen a day on Twitter, at least.
1: Yeah. No, I meant yeah. Oh, person. you mean like physical? Physical. Things? Yeah. I, then I hide. Yeah. No, I. am I, I. Well, social media allows us to be more in isolation mm-hmm. and get somewhere yeah with it. Right. Because yeah. before that you'd have to go to clubs and, mm-hmm. you know, shake hands and hand out business cards and busk on the street or whatever. It's still yeah. important. And it's still important. Yeah. Um but nowadays you can be more isolated and maybe and get your music out there. Yeah. More so. That being said, there's a lot of uh what you could perceive as competition mm-hmm. where there's a lot of people out there Making music. I mean, one of the one of the ways to get yourself publicized is to get on blogs, right? And that's who knows. We'll see how important that actually is, but mm-hmm. it's perceived as being important in a lot of people's eyes. Mm-hmm. And yet, you go on these blogs, and they're featuring all these bands uh, uh, as a result of their specific taste. Yeah. And there's like you said, there's thousands upon thousands of tens of thousands of people. Trying to get on these blogs and making music. So what Denalda said is absolutely right. You behave your own way. Mm-hmm. Intraflirt is special. We're very unique. Our music is very unique. We have mm-hmm. something unique to bring to the table, mm-hmm. uh, as you've attested to, mm-hmm. live performance-wise. Yeah, People tend to just come to us when they're feeling that frequency. So any way that we're going to get out there is going to be unique, and it's going to be different from other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And we're trying a lot of different methods. Some of them are more in line with what other people try Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we're trying alternative motives too we're trying all kinds of different things to see what fits the best for us and whatever avenue that will be to get our music out there more will be the correct one and will happen Mm -hmm. rather uh easily um but if there's isolation to be had i'll have it and I don't fight it, really. No. And I have to take care of myself. That's at the heart of yeah, Interflirt. Yeah, that's the heart
2: of making decisions that yeah. are good. Yeah. For, are, yeah Emotionally good for everybody yeah. involved. right. That's and if we
1: continue to do that, it'll be in line with introvert. and mm-hmm. those decisions will always be correct. Yeah. Even if it leads to something that doesn't seem correct mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. Or doesn't isn't perceived as what we were hoping for? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. It'll mm-hmm. it still is the right decision, and will lead to something that is fruitful.
0: And in in line with that, what you know? I guess lastly, what would um, what does success mean to <laughs> Interflirt?
1: What what would that look like?
2: I've been thinking about that a lot. Lately. Me too. I've been wanting to talk to you guys about
1: that as well.
0: Oh, Okay. Let's talk success.
3: Success. Okay. I mean, if I'm speaking, just like throw up whatever comes to my mind do. in the moment Yeah, I would say it's being able to do exactly what you want to do and what I want to do
0: mm-hmm.
3: and what I've wanted to do since I was two is be on a stage like waving my arms around mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and <laughs> and people being like ah.
0: what are they seeing when they're when they're, they're in li- awe? what
3: they're literally seeing is like light shooting from my body it's <laughs> <laughs> awesome yeah i love it and so i think like and i want it and i know i want it to be like a crowd of mm. a lot of people mm-hmm. and i think the Starline show was probably like
2: that was the biggest crowd it ever. was
3: the biggest crowd we've had and yeah. it felt so cool felt great
2: I, I went up to the front and i saw people like dancing and like just and eyes closed mm-hmm. just like
3: dancing mm-hmm. everyone's in like this like space that mm-hmm. we've created
2: nightlight felt like that too mm-hmm. yeah. the
3: last show Yeah. The mm-hmm. one. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i agree yeah and i think like if we're just able to keep creating that kind of space um and just create this like ball of energy like i mean that it's it's that would be great that'd be great mm-hmm. and i think if we're also able to like i don't know success mm-hmm. success
1: i don't have any specific outcome because i know what will happen will be best for all of us and mm-hmm. best for Interflirt. Because if I say okay, I want to play this specific venue, I want to play this festival, blah blah blah. If that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. we'll never be successful, right? Based right. on those expectations. Right. So to me, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately too. Um, I don't want to have expectations. I want to, if we're, if we continually stay in line with our personalities, our collective and individual intuition, mm-hmm. serve the music, serve that realm, that's success. Mm-hmm.
3: That's a good. And, that's a good. Point. I love that. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and me personally, I've always wanted since I was two to mm-hmm. make music that's so high quality and mm-hmm. so emotionally open that people can't ignore it. Yeah. And I've seen that happen with this, so I'm already successful. Yeah. It seems like success is a is a ever
0: unfolding process.
1: Yeah.
3: I mm. like that you I like that you countered what I said with like if 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 you don't get this, then you're mm. not successful. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know. Mm Because, like, yeah, I mean, if Intro Flirt's proven anything, it's proven that, like, every, like, nothing is, nothing goes as it is expected. (laughs) Like, when we met Brendan, uh, we knew, we, I had heard Ben say out loud, I would like to have a a sound engineer that actually, like, is just ours, like, Mm -hmm. within, like, some... At a time before we had performed, but it wasn't like something that either of us were like, oh, we're going to get this. Like, we have to look for this. Mm-hmm. Like, ah. and then like, uh, and that was, that was um when Brendan walked in, I don't think either of us like even. I don't think either of us knew what was going to happen, but when it happened, it was like hmm. big bomb.
0: It's weird when you open yourself up to things that things just they they come. Like But in that in
3: and yeah. in, 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 in that is like that is a successful moment for intro mm-hmm. flirt.
1: Right. And if you and if you say specific... if you if you I think if you're too specific with your goals yeah. Yeah. and you don't reach them, that creates disappointment. Mm-hmm. It also alters the path of what you could do to get there and say mm-hmm. we're only going to make decisions that lead to this outcome mm-hmm. yeah and then you then you put blinders on and you mm-hmm. ignore yeah. every other opportunity that mm-hmm. could lead to something even better than that yeah so i think to i think saying like hey we want to play in big stages we want to sell a lot of records like those yeah i think we can all agree that we want that sure whether or not that is actually flirt's mm-hmm. definition of success yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know, and I don't really care, and I trust that yeah. if we make continue going on in in line with who we are and what IntraFlirt is, mm-hmm. we're going to be presented with something that's so unique that no other band's been yeah. presented with yeah. that yeah. we wouldn't yeah. have been able to think of yeah. or make decisions intentionally
2: to get there, yeah. because we, it's beyond what we ever imagined. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm interested in. That's a, yeah. That's a good... That's yeah, I mean, good. like, what bands that, like, you really love are the same as any other bands, and in their... Mm -hmm. their rise to success too like what is the same like i mean there's certain aspects that are the same but nothing is ever the same yeah yeah with every band
1: and i I get and you know and here's a vulnerable moment for me like i've been i've been kind of flirting around with being really sad and depressed lately and part of it is because i'm spending a lot of time on twitter Mm -hmm. seeing what's out there right and Mm -hmm. i'm yes i'm interacting i'm getting we're getting some you know some good quality follows and mm-hmm. r- likes and retweets and we're getting the name out there like sure. it's happening people you know some musicians that have inspired us have seen our name now we mm-hmm. know that because they mm-hmm. press the like or the retweet or the follow and so we're getting the name out there and that's very important yeah and that's you know to me that's the path that I'm going on yeah. I don't have any expectation with that I'm not looking for seven million f- twitter followers <laughs> uh I'm not looking for you know so-and-so mute records to see that and pick us up i'm not yeah. necessarily looking for any of that yeah i'm just doing what's naturally at my service and it's easy for me because i don't have to interact with people which i get drained after a while mm-hmm. being around all kinds of energy all kinds of just you know so it's easy for me to do that yeah um but at the same time i'm seeing a lot of what other bands both moderately successful and very successful are doing are, mm-hmm. are doing mm-hmm. and it has i have to t- walk a very fine line between not wanting to place IntraFlirt in that category and wanting to be like, I want to be the person that's getting their photo taken in front of Niagara Falls. Because ultimately (laughs) I don't. I don't care. (laughs) Because I want IntraFlirt to do what it's going to do. And whether a big tour with some big band is it, maybe it's not. Mm -hmm. And I don't really like that. I don't want to have that outcome. So I get depressed looking at other people's version of success because Mm -hmm. it's not mine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of bands do that. And a lot of bands bite, you know, they they run up against a wall trying to fulfill somebody else's view of success. Yeah, right, right. And I'm finding firsthand that that's causing depression in me, which yes. is indicative that it's not in line with my frequency. Yeah. And that's, so...
2: That's how I feel on a personal level, too, like, judging my success yeah, by, like, the totally. success of, like, other people mm-hmm. I know. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Like, that's just, like, the worst possible it's a really place
3: to be. It's a really bad feeling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> yeah, so any kind of comparing or... or Measuring our success based on others mm-hmm. is not I think not that, healthy. That yeah. ties
2: into embracing the isolation too, because to a certain extent if you isolate yourself and I've done this to like the extreme where you go too far and you like don't talk to your friends anymore mm-hmm. because you don't want to be reminded of their success. Mm, but sure. that's like going way too past You want to embrace like what they're doing and like where their lives are at, but yeah. you but you also wanna be fine with what you're doing too and like keep doing it and yeah
3: hold your hand if i had
1: embraced my view of success two years ago Mm -hmm. i'd be a wreck right now i'd be burnt out i wouldn't have been able to handle it right in the time of so-called not being successful Mm -hmm. and only working part-time and not being able to afford certain things because i'm putting all my time and money into the music yeah In that time, I've learned so much about myself, how Mm -hmm. to take care of myself. I've Mm -hmm. refined my diet Mm -hmm. to take care of myself. I've refined my meditation. I've refined my communication to the people around me to Mm -hmm. where I can communicate freely now. I've Mm -hmm. refined all that stuff. And I'm way more suited and equipped to embrace whatever form of success Mm -hmm. comes because Mm -hmm. it probably would have killed me if Mm -hmm. I hadn't learned all that stuff because I wasn't ready to be true with myself. Mm -hmm. And um, therefore... I am successful, yeah, because I am not basing my idea of success on anybody else. And so that is something that's something I'm learning now too, and that's mm-hmm. good. I'm learning from the isolation of my room, with my computer and, mm-hmm. and my feelings. Mm-hmm. and those are the compass that I'm using now to determine what is it that I really want, yeah. and I can't really say specifically what it is except to keep making precision music that opens people emotionally and sure. to get it out there to a lot of people. But I don't want to do it the way any other band's done it before. Mm-hmm. So therefore, keeping an eye on other bands so closely to where it affects me emotionally is not, isn't, it's not applicable to Interflirt, and that's why it hurts.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's also like being open to the, the successes
0: that are happening right now. Yes. Like you, because it's not success is not a destination. Success is a process in yeah. which you're constantly evolving. And, and so paying attention to other bands and watching other people's success as they go up it's not, that's not your compass. It throws off your compass. Totally. And so, if you, you know, it comes back to, like, being present, being mindful, and just taking, taking uh, stock of what you have access to right now. Yes. And it's really interesting, like, thinking about you being in your room alone. Because so I have the similar experience where I'm just like alone making making work, and it becomes like a like almost like a divination process where you're like you're putting in, but it's telling you, it's kind of like leading the way for you, and mm-hmm. it unfolds. You learn things about yourself as you go along. And I think that's yeah. really the healing power of of art, and and if you stay tuned to that, that's where I think good art comes from. Like that's yeah. the that's the kind of art worth sharing. It's yeah. the stuff that
1: was revealing. Especially if your process is wrapped up in it. Right. And that's even more powerful because you're yeah. exposing your own process. Yeah. But, yeah, mm. this is croonwave. This is flirt. Whatever is happens is going to be croonwave, flirt. Love yeah. it. It's not going to be Depeche Mode. It's not going to be yeah. The Knife. It's not going to be whoever yeah. the fuck else. Yeah. It's not going to be, oh, this has to happen, then this, and then this, and then this, and then this will happen, and then this, and you got to do this, and post pictures along the way. (laughs) I'm not interested. I'm not interested in living like anybody that I've seen, that I've either been influenced by, or anybody that's considered to be popular right now. It makes me want to throw up, because I'm not them. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, uh, the biggest lesson, or a big lesson... I think in life to learn is like, it is so important to trust yourself yeah. and relaxing into and relaxing into yourself. It's so hard. It is so hard in our society to do that. Mm-hmm. It's so hard on earth to do that. Mm-hmm. It has, I mean,
2: I mean, society is based on anxiety. Basically. Totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, currently. Compensation. Yeah. and it's okay to look back too. You know, mm-hmm. looking forward, it's easy to say like, oh, well, we're not on tour, we're not on a label, we're not doing this. Only this amount of people have heard our music. We're not there yet. Sure. No, and that's but placing yourself yeah. in that attitude of black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's better to, you can even look back and say, a year ago, look how far we've come. Sometimes yeah. that's a nice gauge. Yeah. And it does not it's not taking yourself too far out of the present. It's just looking at growth yeah. and yeah. saying like, oh, well, actually we are successful and we are wealthy because, we have the ability to take a Friday and come here and talk with you and express ourselves. Exactly. Learn more about ourselves, learn about each other, voice yeah. these things we've been thinking about, and now we're all creating this space together. Yeah. If that's not wealth, and I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, on that What's note, I think that is, this is really great,
0: and I'm really glad you guys came in. And thank you so much for being beautiful people. Thank you. Yeah, thank you all right. And I'm going to say one thing, Get their album is really good. It's uh, uniquely introflirt. Flirt. And it's uh, something to carry you through the night.
3: Something to carry you through <laughs> all the day. All the
0: day, the night, doing the dishes. All right. Thanks, guys.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Trav. Thank you. Find me a line and
1: I'll use it. Show me a smile.